Fuck you, all my haters out there, especially Nick Gale. What's the next topic on this fucking show? Hello, everybody, and welcome into the From the 50 Live show. I am Zach Zook. We got Big Web in the house, and we got the two knuckleheads on the road, which is why that if anything looks amiss on the show today, you can blame uh, yours truly because I am on the ones and twos. How are we doing, Big Web? Doing fantastic, buddy. There is nothing amiss on this show. (laughs) There's never anything amiss on this show. It's enjoyable. Yeah. Well, uh, TJ, how's it going out on the road, my guy? Oh, we're good. We're uh, on the way back. Cardinals, 15 wins in a row. 15 Let's wins go. in a row. Mm-hmm. Franchise record. We're coming back. We're ready to win some football games today. Nick, how's it, how's it looking out in Reno? The lighting is uh, immaculate. It is immaculate. We're actually in Newport Beach. Though. We haven't been in Reno for two months. Get with the program. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is, it's good. We don't did, have I say, this... did I say you were out in Reno? You did. You did. Oh. We don't have the sun in our eyes today. It's a little overcast skies out here in Newport Beach. So, uh, much better. I don't need the sunglasses today. Yeah, Much that, better. that's a good sign because now I can see uh, your beautiful face and beautiful. we're happy to have you and, uh, and to pick some football games. So, boys, uh, I want to lead the show off just by uh, taking the temperature of the room. How are we feeling after uh, after two weeks of NFL football? Ugly. We're getting there. We're getting there, man. It's, it's like starting to gel. You can start figuring out a few teams. Pretty tough matchups this week in week three, but... Uh, First couple of weeks been a little hairy as far as uh, who was supposed to do what and who didn't perform, but uh, I think it's starting to gel in like a typical season. I got lambasted last week. Just absolutely everything went amiss. That that's if you want to talk about How things. How about them Jets, baby? How about them Jets? You think if you want to think about things going amiss, it was the New York Jets. Who the fuck let me pick the New York Jets? <laughs> Zach Wilson is the most washed up piece of shit quarterback that i've ever seen in my entire life not one not two not three four where's that brady mean four fucking picks you piece of shit zach wilson go back it. to college you gotta love it you gotta love it when my lock hits and your underdog shit. that made it Thanks. 10 times worse at hey, least Nick. i was on vacation in seattle i looked at the scoreboard i was like well that's shitty guess i'm gonna have to do a punishment this week sorry about not having it done yet was on the road a lot of things going on i know i had to I know I have to do the dance. Um, I was. Let me tell you about this other punishment because I want to get you guys' thoughts on this one. So we went down to Seattle, and if you know Seattle, it's famous. That's a punishment for the, in itself. Go ahead. For that gum wall. Yeah, it, it was. Off the, off the show, you'll hear about why. Um, but if the gum wall is famous in Seattle, and if you are familiar with TikTok's devious licks, my brother Z the P was like, you should take that up a notch to like a literal level and lick the wall. Oh, uh, the gum wall in Seattle. And so I thought about doing it. I came pretty close. I was I was about to do it. And my, I told Big T to take a video of me. And uh, I was going to do it so it looked like I licked the wall, but I actually didn't lick the wall. And uh, sweater vest. Fucking and he, was, and he was like, just get a little bit closer, a little bit closer. <laughs> I mean, I have my tongue like two inches or two centimeters from this fucking wall. So I almost did it, but I did not. So I'll do that stupid fucking whatever tiktok dance all right good good (laughs) so yeah you yeah you got to do that if you do if you look at the audio or listen to the audio from last week you will hear that we told you not to pick the fucking jets we said it we basically said somebody's gonna pick a jets on this show and then tj looked at what well, I'm, I'm all for I'm all for picking the dogs, but I I just yeah I thought that one was a little outlandish. I also like do have to blame TJ a little bit though because he doomed our Chiefs pick last week. TJ, what do you have to say for yourself on that? I don't know I if you can hear us. <laughs> what you, you ruined our Chiefs pick last week by using every jinx word in the book when you were making that pick last week. <laughs> so I'm wondering what you have to say for yeah. yourself. No, not much to say except you know you fuck up sometimes. You make some some bad decisions with being aggressive on your picks, and it was I thought it was a great pick. I literally did not see any chance that they would even lose that game. 
you know, which means that obviously they're going to lose the game outright and not cover. So it was uh, it was tough. I, the Chiefs, I still believe in them, but it was uh, it was an eye opener. I thought the Ravens would be just you know with all the injuries and everything would be would be done. I don't think they'd be the same team. And uh, Lamar got it done. What do you guys say? Yeah, no, it was a great football game. Um, you know, through through the first couple of weeks, I think we've been spoiled a little bit. I think we've had some really good football to watch for the most part. I mean, the Thursday night game was a little bit of a stinker, but especially in primetime, the the teams have showed up and it's it's been it's been really good football to watch for the most part. So I think on that front, the everybody was worried about three weeks of the preseason. Is that gonna affect you know the product on the field are there going to be more injuries and like there's obviously always injuries but I feel like the product has been just as good from week one on and we haven't seen an exorbitant amount of injuries as opposed to years past so I I will say though guys I'm I I hate the board this week I think the board is already so tough the 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 handicappers are catching up with the trends and how to bet teams and there's hooks galore and I, I, I think teasers is gonna be the way to go this week if uh if, if you're if you're looking to put any money down. We we dug in deep this morning and yesterday and really analyzed and trying to find just give me a couple of picks that are gonna work. Just give me something. We dug in and we did find two, ladies and gentlemen, and the third one's a stretch. So we got something for you later on today. But uh, I think it's a dog type of week, man. This is all about the dogs this week. I got a lot of dogs I like. A lot of dogs. Yeah, TJ, I'm with you. Like I was going through the through the CBS pick'em, and obviously our lines change. We bet the Sunday lines, not the like the Tuesday lines. Whenever it comes out on the CBS pick'em pool that we do on from the fifty, you're two weeks behind. But hey. Never say never. <laughs> so uh, uh, I, on, when I was going through those picks, it, I was I felt like I was just picking underdog, 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 underdog because there's just too there's too many points to be given up when you don't have enough data about about the teams. Like, do you truly want to give up? You know, more than a touchdown with the Cleveland Browns against the Bears. Like, I just don't know about that. Zook, what, what's your model saying this week? What's the model say? What's the model say? Yeah, what, what's uh, the model say this week? <laughs> the the model says whatever the fuck I want it to say. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at Cincinnati, you know my model my model spit out a model play of Cincinnati uh, at home against Pittsburgh this week. Really great matchup for for the Bengals. I asked I asked I asked my model about Cincinnati, and she goes, "I got to change my lipstick. I'll get it right back with you." There it is. There it is. First dad joke of the one. Sunday. I set you up for that one. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. So, um, you know, are, are there any takeaways? You know, we got some injuries, some backs that are not going to play. I don't know if we want to move into the fantasy yet or if there's any key, you know, storylines to watch for going into, uh, in, into the games today. I really do think it's just been about, uh, you know, kind of the product on the field. I don't think there's anything that's too incredibly shocking right. uh, as we head into week three yet. So, I, I, I mean, I hate to say it, I don't think it's been a real storyline-rich season, at it, least so far. It, it hasn't this week for sure, and, and, and so I'd like to just jog right into this. Yeah. <laughs> so, in St. Louis here locally, let's just talk about this lawsuit. The cause, lawsuit, cause yeah. The, the lawsuit. The, the, and honestly, that's probably one of, if not the biggest stories in the NFL in exactly. all of America, and obviously here in St. Louis. It, exactly. It, and really, this thing is starting to get national coverage, and it's starting to blossom. And really, we're almost in October. This thing is going to trial, not going to trial, but supposed to go to trial in January and get this thing going. So... I know TJ and I have been talking about this. There's, there's going to be an out-of-court out of settlement from what we hear. They asked for two different things. They wanted change of venue. No, you're not getting it. They wanted don't divulge our personal records. No, they're not getting that. The judge is cranking down on these guys, and it's going to go to an out-of-court settlement on the courthouse steps. You know it's going to happen that way, and that's the way it's looking. If it does go into the courtroom... Look out, man. There's all kinds of stuff that's going to come out on these guys, and they don't want that to happen. I'm talking about NFL executives, team owners, etc. So what I'm getting at here is this thing sounds like it's going to be billions of dollars, a billion plus, and the lawyers we know are going to get a big chunk. There's a huge amount of money to go to the city of St. Louis, and, and that's a huge thing in itself. But me, personal sports fan, being selfish here, 
What do you guys think about a team, getting a team out of this, because that's going to lessen the burden on the NFL. Look, we're going to award you guys a team, and instead of a billion and a half, we're going to take it down to $750 million, but you get a team. And I don't know how that looks, guys. I don't know if that means, oh, the next time we expand in 12 years, you get a team. Bullshit. Here we are on the courthouse steps. No, you're, you're expanding in 2024, and we're getting a team. That's what I would say. Otherwise, let's go to court. That's what I would say. What do you guys think this looks like? Yeah, I I think they're I think that's you know less than five percent, less than two percent that it happens. I think it's the right move for the city. Um, I think it would be awesome to to have a team back. I think it's good. And and to be honest, the NFL kind of wins in general because they give us a team, but then they get to make some revenue off it regardless. So you know, I don't understand why they wouldn't want to do it. The only thing is, there's two. Uh, with the law, he's, he's, he's hitting, uh, the, he's hitting part, the bad spot. Who, who says, oh, fuck me. Who says St. <laughs> Louis wants to do business with the NFL again? Yeah. Right. And so, so here's the yeah, oh, yeah. Get your head, uh, get we, your we head got, out of your ass. Of get your head out of your ass. You'd say, oh, oh, NFL offers St. Louis a team. You'd be like, eh, no thanks. We're actually, we actually don't want one. We're okay. Fuck I, I that. I cut out the internet, you dickhead. I cut out because the internet. Fuck you. You didn't even hear my whole point. I said St. Louis might not want it. Why there would is, St. Louis not want the team? That's, Nick, that's, there, that's, is, there is some people who don't give a because, shit about sports. over twice. Why, why would they want to get screwed up? People don't want the NFL back in St. Louis. Why? Why would you want a, a, a company, you know, that screws you over, over and over again? That that's you know, that's such, a, that's such a trash. That's such a trash take. That's such a trash take. You're it's telling not, me that's so much. That's so much. That's such a bullshit take. That that that's that's living in the okay. past. Like, yeah, oh, we're so ask, mad. The Rams love. We don't want the Rams. Go ask 150 people in St. Louis. It doesn't fucking matter. You, you, say, get, fuck you, you get you get all that money that. from you get all that money, all that revenue from an NFL team. It would be stupid. You'd be have to be a dumbass to not take it. Sports fans are different. Sports fans. It's about the sports That's fans, the but revenue. You telling me that you? Yes, it, it bullshit. People that don't care about yeah. football. Like, why would we put out all this money to build a new stadium? Right. Did you see how many people came out and supported the BattleHawks? Two. Double that would come out and support a new NFL team. Just because it's, if it's not the Rams, any other team. I'm not it, saying a lot of people would say it. I'm saying a lot of people would say, fuck the NFL. Why would we that doesn't matter. Them? Those people a lot don't of people get would say that. That, that, that's, those people are sitting on their couches at home boycotting the NFL. And what's the NFL doing? Still making millions and millions and billions of dollars off everybody else. Those people that don't that want to hold up ticket you. signs and boycott the NFL, who gives a fuck about them? But, guys. I, I agree with you. I want to. I'm saying that a lot of people would not want them because of what's happened. But, but I'm saying their the opinion doesn't matter. If, if the city was offered a team, they'd take it in a second. They would. They, we, we, we would. There's a lot of us on the sports side of things that would, absolutely. It depends how much money is going to be cut down. And it's like people that are non-sports fans are going to say, bullshit, give us the money. Us sports fans say, bullshit, give us the team. Because in my opinion, the ultimate revenge to all these fuckers would be, hey, Tony Weber's grandkids are back in the St. Louis Argonauts, and they just kicked us Cronky's grandkids' ass over there in the Rams. You know, and, and year after year after year, and and we get revenue, revenue, revenue every year, like Nick's saying, for years and years to come. And if you write this damn thing correctly and not put in something about that the stadium's got to be in the top two of the fucking league and all that bullshit, the mistakes we made in the past, write it in our favor because we got them by the balls right now. Write it in our favor, and you'll get a team for a long time. So here's kind of my here's kind of my opinion on it. Like, regardless of your opinion, like of of what you think about the lawsuit or what would and wouldn't be interested in, I, I think that the NFL does not want to put a team back here. Uh, I, I I don't th and I don't think it's St. Louis. I don't think the NFL has anything against the St. Louis market. I think that was like a cronky <laughs> thing, and it was more against. I think it's it, that's like a that's like a cronky thing, like a personal cronky thing. Yeah, that 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 was that had nothing to do with the league. I mean, the league was for having a team in Las Vegas more than it was against having a team in St. Louis. They have a team in fucking Jacksonville for Christ's sake. Yeah. So like, I don't think that they were opposed to having a team in in the city of St. Louis. Cronky was opposed to owning a team into the city of. St. St. Louis when he saw the money that he could make in Los Angeles. So I think that the NFL is 
against expansion right now. They have the 32 teams, 16 in each conference. I think for the numbers, they're against expanding. I think if they are going to ever expand in the future, I think St. Louis would be close to, if not at the top of that list, because it's a market that's familiar. It's a market that would have a hungry fan base that has a built-in fan base. Clearly, we're all in St. Louis without a team, and we're doing a football podcast. Like, There's clearly a market right. for football in St. Louis, but I, I think that in terms of the lawsuit, they'll avoid that at all costs. And they will. They will. And and this is one of the things. And I think that the NFL will give any amount of money to the city of St. Louis right. to to avoid having any stipulation about bringing a team but, here. But if we make it one of the points, if we say, you're going to put a fucking team in on this thing too, or we're going to court, they don't want to go to court. They don't no. want to ex- expose all this information. They don't want to do that. It's going to hurt them all the way across the board. So no, it's huge. I wanted to bring it up because it's it's getting. We're going to be talking about it every week, I yeah. think, as this thing gets closer. But uh, man, it'd be nice to get to just dig one in on those guys once, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I I you know as a St. Louis transplant wouldn't mind to see that either. So let's let's move on, you guys. That was fun. You know, I got to do the producer thing. I was really going back and forth there <laughs> between uh, Nick and TJ. But let's move on to fantasy and uh, TJ. I'll come to you first if you're by a cell tower. There. Do you have any <laughs> uh, fantasy plays this week that you're pretty high on? I have like really shit the bed in terms of the fantasy suggestions the first couple weeks, but I promise I'm coming with some better ones today. I did my research. I spent more time on it, and I will give some better suggestions today. You can hold me, hold my feet to the fire on it. Yeah. You know, I got I got a weird team I'm really liking today, like a lot. Uh, you know, I know I'm going against oh, Tom oh, and stuff. But, spicy. Uh, I didn't say the, the main L word. I said like. So it's, you, said, you said like. It's fine. Uh, yeah, it's fine. We're but, safe. Watch out for the Dolphins today. Seriously. Jacoby yeah. Brissett, at quarterback. I honestly think he's going to throw three touchdown passes today. You got Will Fuller coming back. They got Devontae Parker. They got a ton of options there. I just think the Raiders Ew. are overrated. I think they're fine, but I don't think they're great. Uh, watch out for Dolphins today. They're a better team than they've shown. So are you just – are you like – you know, for most Dolphin like skill players that are fantasy relevant, or is it specifically Jacoby Brissett? No, no, no. Well, Brissett mainly because of Fuller coming back, but also they have so many options that the Raiders can't can't defend that entire offense. And I just think people are sitting there going, "Oh, two is out. Dolphins are going to suck." I'll tell you the truth, I don't think two is very good. So, yeah, um, I'm not saying Brissett's the answer or anything. I don't think they're a Super Bowl team, but I think they have a great defense. And I think that's a, a game today that I think the Raiders expect to win by a million. I don't think they do. So, yeah. you know, yeah, no. I, can, I can definitely see them moving the ball. So what does that lead to fantasy-wise then? Yeah, no, so so I, I agree I agree with TJ on that game. Like, I, I don't think that Jacoby Brissett, as opposed to Tua under center, really makes that game any different. In fact, at this point in time, yeah, in fact, at this point in time, right this second, Jacoby Brissett, like to TJ's point, probably is better than Tua Tagovailoa. So, I, I mean, yeah, I I mean, I know we're talking fantasy, not the, not the gambling picks, but I pretty much agree with TJ's take on that. Nick, what yeah. do you got uh, in terms of fan? You are our fantasy expert, so drop some knowledge on us got two players for you today um i haven't been very good either i don't remember who i picked last week uh so everybody i picked doesn't even play so <laughs> well there you go i know i know my week ones weren't <laughs> great today i like marquise brown hollywood uh against detroit that detroit secondary no akuda he's out for the year like uh, marquise pick. brown now that he's healthy this year again he hasn't really been healthy a lot in his career but he's now healthy I think one of the best weapons for Baltimore that has a lot of problems, confusion on who's running the ball right now. And yes, Lamar runs the ball quite a bit, doesn't throw it as much. But Hollywood Brown today is a good pick for your fantasy lineup. Maybe a flex option if you need to fill in a, a wide receiver. Because th- these are the spots where you have to make the decision on sitting your maybe star wide receiver for another option because the star wide receiver is going up against a good defense. And, you know, a lot of people are hesitant to do that. They, they want to keep uh, Devontae Adams in there, and then you get a week one performance where he puts up four points, and you got some Johnny yeah. on the bench like Christian Kirk that goes for two touchdowns and a, over 100 yards, and he's like the third option down there in Arizona. So you got to be kind of selective. So I like Marquise Brown. And then second one, it's more of a, uh, it's a, a light DFS play. Uh, if you need a backup running back because of the injury to uh, – Josh Jacobs, who is doubtful, he won't play today with that toe injury. Go to his backup, not Kenyon Drake, but Peyton Barber, going to be avi- should be available as a free agent 
in most leagues right now. He hasn't really been picked up. He's projected for, I think, eight or nine points right now. So I think he's going to get a little bit more of the workload yeah. than Kenyon Drake is. Kenyon Drake is, is oh, more. Well, he, oh, well, he is going to get more of the work because I picked Kenyon Drake last week and he didn't hardly freaking play. So. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Gruden's liking Barber a little bit more. Kenyon Drake is the three-down back, but but Barber is going to be that guy, more of a bulldozer, going to get you those touchdowns in goal line situations. Yeah, and agreed. I think the Raiders. I I do agree with TJ a little bit that it's going to be a closer game than people think. I don't think the Raiders are going to blow out the Dolphins, but I would not touch the Dolphins uh, DFS players or fantasy with a ten-foot pole just because we don't know. I haven't seen anything from the Dolphins yet this year. Two would percent whoever is their quarterback. Yeah. There's, you know, you have guest fullers coming back. Devontae Parker, they also have Jalen Waddle, Miles Gaskin. They never really run the ball a whole lot. Miami's built on that defense. And so it's probably going to be a bit, little bit of a lower scoring game. Maybe look at the under in that game. But uh, Peyton Barber, if you need a, if you need a Hail Mary kind of deep DFS play, sure. Because uh, DFS gets kind of hard with the budget and stuff. Yeah. And so if you want to go for Kyler Murray and some Stars of the more expensive players, yeah, look at Peyton Barber maybe as an RB2 or a flex. You know, one thing too that you so, mentioned Nick, that's, with. That's, uh, yeah, go ahead, TJ. Oh, sorry. I, I, I was trying to get on timing. So, Nick, the reason I, I like the Dolphins at DFS is because of the fact you're going to get low ownership percentages. You know, I think there's yeah, a lot of true. upside today. My, my whole thing is with the lower percentage on DFS. So, you're going to get Jacoby Brissett. It might be 3% of your of the people in the uh, contest taking sure. him. So, if he goes off, Fair. you have an opportunity yeah. to make some real money. That's the reason I like him. So. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Waddle too is way down there. So that's that's and he's mm-hmm. and he's probably going to be you know arguably their number one, even though he's kind of a number three right now, but really he's number one. So that's good. Yeah. So uh, like when you brought you brought up the point about uh, Marquise Brown and like oh well maybe you got to think about sitting you know a star wide receiver and I think that brings up kind of an interesting point because fantasy has been a little weird this year. Like Tyler Lockett this week is ranked above DK Metcalf. You've had some shake up at the top. Like Cooper Cup has turned out to be the Rams wide receiver you want, not Robert Woods. Like there has been some really interesting surprises so far in fantasy this year, and we're just to week three. So Big Web, uh, do you got anybody that you like in DFS? I know you. I, I know did. you like to dabble in the DFS from I, time I did, to time. I do. I do. It, it, uh, Nick Nick likes Hollywood Brown. I like AJ Brown today. I mean, I think I think Julio, there's another there's another star receiver that's gotten off to a shitty start. By the way, I think Julio's going to Julio did well last week. I think they're going to double cover him, and I think AJ Brown's going to have a lot of activity today. Yeah. Make some stuff happen, and I hate to double dip on the same guy that I did in week one, but I'm going back with Debo Samuel. I, I don't like I don't like Green Bay secondary, and I think he can make it happen again. You and me both, brother. You and me both. Uh, I I got two plays today. They're both uh, backup running backs. Uh, Trey Sermon and Alexander Madison are both expected to start and get the majority of the workload. Wow. Now with Kyle Shanahan. Who knows? Like, again, it might be a guy that d- doesn't play. But they're going to be two backs down. I think Elijah Mitchell is is doubtful, if not ruled out for this game, as uh, well as his uh, counterpart. So it pretty much leaves Sermon uh, the ability to handle the workload for the first time in his career, the rookie in Week 3, against a terrible Packers defense. Yep. Should be getting the majority of the carries there. So uh, I really like Trey Sermon. And then Alexander Madison, I think, is like not quite to the level of like the Tony Pollard-Zeke situation, but Alexander Madison, I think, is a talented back that could and should probably be a starter if he was on maybe a worse team. But the fact of the matter is they have Dalvin Cook in Minnesota, so therefore he's relegated to like three, four, five touches a game. He's going to get the majority of the work today. And um, the, the Seahawks defense, I think, is pretty hit or miss. They have some stars like Bobby Wagner, but uh, I think that Alexander Madison's going to have a big day for the Vikings. And both your guys are talking about low percentages. It sounds like both of those guys will fit right in there. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think for DFS especially. Now, I know that they adjust those prices, so you might not get quite the value that you would have if you, I don't know, for whatever reason, set a DFS lineup with Trey Sermon like on Wednesday. But if you did that, you know, you would have you would have made out pretty good. So I want to, before we get to the picks, uh, go over sort of the uh, standings here for the CBS Pick'em because uh, it's getting spicy uh, with the leaders here. And we have a... If you can believe it, 
uh, a solo leader already here in week three. Andrew Sherping has uh, wow. 21 games picked correctly through two weeks plus the Thursday game. But Blake Stump is right on his Ooh. tail with 20. And, and then this is my favorite part of the pick standings. And I don't know if, if TJ knows this is coming. Yeah, there it is. Show the queen. <laughs> Laura is in uh, is in third place with uh, 19 games picked. She's tied right. with uh, TJ, who leads the panel so far this year. He's got 19. So, uh, TJ, I don't know if you just want to take a victory lap or uh, toss the mic to the wife there. Uh, and if she could give us maybe some insight into her expertise. Yeah, I'll give her a minute to, uh, to shine. But we've been talking about this the last uh, few days, actually, about how it's been getting close between us. Laura, would you like to give us a victory speech? I'd just like to thank everyone that got me here today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, your husband's tied with you at 19. Hey, by the way, look, I don't know why this always is. How is it that I always pick the best out of the panel in the full pick? You know, when we seven, it's yeah, never... that, 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 that's actually really impressive that, that you yeah. do that, that you are pick all the games correctly, but the ones you pick wrong are the ones that we pick for it's our insane. panel. It's insane. It's Tali's fault. Tally's yeah. fault. <laughs> I mean, shit, dude. That's I, I'm. I'm just nervous. After last week, I'm just nervous now. You know, I, last year I started out so hot, and then I don't think I lost till week twelve, and now we're here in week two. I, bad things could be on the horizon for 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 Nick. Yeah, yeah. No, TJ, I have been noticing that. Like, I, I feel like every year you blow me out of the water in like the total pick standings. But yet, when we pick the like the seven games in here, I don't know. I think I so you know what I chalk that up to. I think that it's honestly a mental thing with with you, and I think that uh, you just got to get past the mental block. Well, double downs do you do? TJ is known for the double and the triple, so yeah. you know taking well, the yeah, hail Mary is not especially late in the season. <laughs> that that'll yep. make or break you for sure. Yeah, I still blame it on Tolly. <laughs> yeah, me as well. Me as well. Tolly Tolly didn't even put the the uh, lines on on the on the games this week, and I yeah, almost, I know. I, I'm I was this fucking... close to sending him a message like, I need the lines. Like I'm an idiot. I need to know what the at least ballpark what the spread is. I don't want to have to go look it up. How about idiot? <laughs> Probably so, now absent for what third week in a row here. This is bullshit. Yeah. Two more weeks. Two more weeks. He says. Two more weeks will be in studio. He says he has a job that he has to do. So sure. I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever the That's fuck. Kind that of a means. hot take. Yeah. So, uh, guys, TJ, real quick, am I forgetting anything? Can we move on to the picks here? Yeah, I think picks are good. You did standings. You got to mention our great spots. Yeah, we do. Big Web, while I get the picks queued up, mention mention our mention our great sponsors, will you? I'll tell you what, Kay Roberts from Remax Gold is your top real estate agent in the area, and I'll tell you why, because she cares. It's flat out that. I mean, we've all had agents or people we've dealt with in the past that don't give a shit. Kay Roberts, hands down, ladies and gentlemen, the best real estate agent. She starts out helping you out, but she becomes your friend later. 314-409-4113, Kay Roberts, Remax Gold. Alrighty, so we are yes. going to attempt to put these on. TJ, did we forget anybody? No, well, we got Aces Wild back. Oh my God. North Main Street. The Ace of the Week is back, boys. No longer the lock. The Ace, Ace of the Week of is the week. back. Aces uh, Wild back on. <laughs> Any Sunday, go over there to Aces Wild in Columbia, Illinois, and get yourself a nice cold brew when you watch the games. Got the big flat screen TVs, ice cold beer, and, and Lobster Mania. You can play Lobster and Mania, drink a cold beer. They got big website game, Lobster Mania. That's right. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna try to figure this out, guys. All right. Let me get the let me get the let me get the fucking music started. I'm, the music. I'm, I'm picking late. I'm picking last. Well, we I'm also we you. also got that. I did lose last week. Uh, punishment forthcoming next week since I was on the it's road. I have to do a the stupid dance that TJ wants me to do. So perfect. That'll be coming. That'll be coming next week. All right. The music is queued up, boys. You, you know what time it is. Uh, the, the first game that we have is going to be the Tennessee Titans at the Indianapolis Colts. And Nick or, or somebody, I'm going to defer to you for the current right, line I'll, on this. I'll start us off. So yeah. uh, if you could give me the number? current line on all the games and you could be first up. What is, what's my number? Do I have a number or do I have to look this up myself? That's what I was trying to get you to do. All right. Okay. We are pulling up Fanduel, so bear with us here as we uh, break down these picks. We go this, to 
Nashville, Tennessee, where the Titans are hosting the Indianapolis Colts. Carson Wentz active today, as that's the latest news. Carson Wentz active today with two sprained ankles. But we are betting against our Super Bowl pick and going with the Tennessee Titans. Number currently, gents, four and a half. Four and a half. Big day for Derrick Henry. Big day for A.J. Brown. Big day for Ryan Tannehill. Big day for Julio Jones. Give me Tennessee by a touchdown. Yeah, uh, yeah, the graphics has not gone great. <laughs> TJ, what do you got? <laughs> I was trying to buy you enough time there. Yeah, that's going to be that's, that's so sketchy. So sketchy. Big Web. All right, boys. I'm also agreeing on the Titans here. Wentz has got two ankles. Five starters on O-line, still not intact. They're still missing a couple guys. Henry's averaging 97 yards on the ground per game. And the Titans' D last week held Seattle to seven points in the second half. They're hot. Give me the Titans. I'm going to go ahead and uh, take the Tennessee Titans as well. I think that the Tennessee Titans are just too much. I think on the ground in particular. Uh, I, I just, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, I took the Colts last week. I felt like it was a good spot. I think they played well. Like, they they, they failed at, the, at fourth and goal, you know, a couple times and, and got zero points in that game against the Rams and kind of let me down. So, I don't know. I'm kind of off the indie bandwagon for now. They got to they gotta get me back in my good graces. You heard it there, folks. We're all clean sweep on the Titans. Get a bucket of money and put it on indie. So, so I think I also. <laughs> I believe Tolly is also on Tennessee. Yeah, Tolly also on Tennessee. Uh, we move to Kansas City, where the Kansas City Chiefs are taking on the LA Chargers. That spread was right around a touchdown. So Nick, if you could get us the yep. uh, the official uh, spread on that, and then give us your pick. Yeah, Chiefs are uh, seven-point home favorites in the uh, loud stadium that is Arrowhead. Uh, I believe I might, I might be on an island here with this one, but I am going with the Chargers. Chiefs notoriously do not cover the spread. Uh, they've had some – they lose last week. Close game in week one did not cover the spread. So we're going with the Chargers here. Uh, I'm hoping that – I'm hoping Bosa can get after Pat Mahomes, do a little bit of what the Bucks did in the Super Bowl against uh, Patty Mahomes. And I think this is really just going to be a fat-ass shootout. Um, neither defense is, is spectacular, and both quarterbacks can sling the rock quite a bit. Got Austin Eckler in fantasy, so I have some selfish uh, selfish plays there as well to root for the Chargers. <laughs> so I'm uh, taking the Chargers and the seven on the road in Kansas City. TJ. <laughs> Classic. All righty, Big Web. I'll tell you what, guys. I started out really liking the Chargers here, but as I dug into this game, I found out, you know, the Chargers really have been struggling in the red zone. And when you're when you're playing the Kansas City Chiefs, you better be scoring on every opportunity, and they yep. have not been. I think the Chiefs are going to outscore them here. Give me the Chiefs. I am going to uh, go ahead and take the Chiefs as well. Uh, I think Andy Reid coming off a loss. This is a this is a team that has historically dominated the Chargers uh, under Andy Reid. And you know what? I, I do think that the Chargers and uh, Brandon Staley. I, I'm pretty impressed by Brandon Staley. Truthfully, I think he's going to be a good coach. I, yeah. I think he has all the makings. He's very innovative on defense. I don't think clearly Justin Herbert needs a whole lot of help offensively. So um, I, I do like the Chargers long term here. But they're still showing Anthony Lynn-like tendencies <laughs> on that ball club right now. they got to learn to win. So, again, it's like similar to the Indianapolis Colts. I can't get on the Chargers until they prove to me that they that they can do it. Um, I, I, I know that the statistics are against me. I know the sharp play is the Chargers. But w with the touchdown, I think that KC could at least get the push for me. So I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs uh, my, minus the seven points. So, Tali, I believe is uh, KC. on KC as well. So we move on to Tampa Bay and the LA Rams. This is the uh, America game of the week. And uh, I believe the spread is like, it's like one or two points. I mean, it's, it's practically non-existent. So Nick, who do you like in that game? Yeah, Rams getting one and a half at home. Always big fan of home dogs. And again, I might be uh, on the, on the, 
sharp side, the island, whatever you want to call it here. I like the Rams at home. Um, I think Tampa Bay, you know, probably best best offensive team in the NFC. Um, probably one of the best offensive teams in the league, right up there with Kansas City, of course. But I liked what I saw to Stafford in week one last week, a little bit sketchier. Um, so, because I think they what, only won by field goal, didn't cover the three and a half against an Indianapolis team. That's not that great. And so uh, I, I'm interested how this game kind of goes because I think the Rams were uh, a favorite to start and now they're a dog. So a lot of money coming in there on Tampa Bay. But I'm going to stick with the Rams and, and Stafford home and SoFi. I, I like the Rams a lot here. Don't say, don't say love. Don't say yeah, love. Yeah, I just like, a like. Do just don't a like. Do that. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. That's bad. All right, TJ likes the Bucks. Big Web. Guys, I am really excited for this game today. I mean, it's been a little bit since we had a 3 o'clock football game that had some punch to it. I mean, this is going to be a blast. To me, it's the two best quarterbacks in football. And uh, what? Two, two really you think teams. Sta- You think Stafford's one, the second-best quarterback in football right now? Yes, I do. Wow, all right. So last week, Atlanta, with a mediocre defense, had three sacks and five quarterback hits against Brady. I think, you know, L.A.'s got a real good pass rush. I think they're going to do a little blitzing. So look for these Brady little quick passes, like screen passes, little Edelman-type passes. So I'll tell you what, that's another guy on fantasy. Look for Fournette today with the swing passes and getting out. No Antonio Brown in this one. Right. We heard that, too. Yeah. But I still think even with that, and and JPP's out, too. So, I mean, really, if if Antonio was there in JPP, I would be a much – stronger feel about this thing but i think it's gonna be a great football game but give me the bucks here i think they're gonna have enough yeah i'm gonna go ahead and uh uh follow uh my, my guy nick yale out in uh in newport and i'm gonna go ahead and take the rams uh i i just i i really like the way that they match up in this one i like that they're at home you know i think in sofi they're gonna have a little bit of an advantage with the bucks traveling cross country and with the injuries yeah i think the bucks are due to, to kind of slow down a little bit i also think brandon staley is going to give uh or sorry that that rams defense formerly under brandon staley is going to uh give them a little bit of trouble i do think that uh the, that the Rams front can bother Brady, who is real immobile. And I think that the interior pass rush, when you have a quarterback like Tom Brady, his pocket presence is still elite. Like, if, for being so immobile, he gets around the pocket so well. But I think when you have the interior pass rush, that really hurts those pocket passing quarterbacks because there's nowhere to step up into. And when you have Aaron Donald rushing up the middle, I think that that's going to play a factor in that game. I think they got to probably double team him the whole game if they don't want him to completely wreck wreck the contest but i think that the rams offense i don't think stafford's the second best quarterback like you do but i do think he's rolling awfully hot uh headed into this game and i think that they're going to get a big september win we might have to do a little milkshake on this one zook a little milkshake a little, yeah. little milkshake bet all right I, I i'll take it bucks. to you I got just, what do you want to do just outright pick them all right, pick them. All right, pick them. All right, Bucks. I'll take the Rams. Uh, milkshake. I'm one and zero in those, by the way. I like I vanilla. Mean, I like vanilla. Your son already owes me a six pack. So okay, there you go. <laughs> so we move on to uh, San Tally's Francisco. Also on the Rams, by the way. Yeah, Tali also on the Rams. I keep forgetting about him. So thank you, Nick. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> uh, we got the Niners and the Packers out in Santa Clara. Nick, who do you like in that game? Bro, this game is so sketchy. So, 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 so sketchy. San Francisco, again, they got the entire retirement community at, at running back for them right now. I think they have like six running backs now on the fucking IR. Uh, I, I do like the Big Web's play of Debo Samuel. Brandon Ayuk, he's on the back of the milk carton. Missing, cannot find, completely gone. And George Kittle's been, you know, doing okay, but nothing nothing special. Uh, I'm going to go with the Packers in this one, though. The, 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 wow. the reason I hate it is the Packers' defense is – so 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 bad they're terrible they can't stop anything pass run doesn't matter who's that running back for san francisco green bay can't fucking tackle but i like aaron Rodgers getting points yes it's on the road but aaron Rodgers getting points is a scary sight to me so i am gonna go with the better quarterback in this one and pick the packers tj Oh, all right. TJ's got San Francisco. There might be a little bit of issue with uh with it with his yeah, mic going audio. on right now. Gotcha. Um, so TJ's going to take the Niners. Big Web, what do you what do you think? How do you see this one? I actually I, I, I'm nervous about the game. I mean, it's 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 tough pick either way. 
we've been hearing this stuff about the coast to coast trip. Uh, Frisco went to, I believe it was uh, Detroit, and then they went to Philly, but they mm-hmm. stayed on the East Coast. Sure. For two years in a row, they stayed on the East Coast in between two East Coast games, and they flew back, and they've always been flat after that. I'm a little concerned about that, but I think Frisco is a better team right now just based on what Aaron Rodgers has and the Packers have done so far. Mm-hmm. And, again, that soft Packers defense, I'm going to take Frisco here. Yeah, yeah, no, I can't. I can't disagree. I gotta take the 49ers as well. The Packers just haven't showed me enough. As a diehard Packers fan, they have not showed me enough through two weeks. I know they had the stinker, and then they they did get the win against the Lions. But for for what the final score looked like, they played like dog shit in yeah. the first half. And the defense is no better. It doesn't appear under Joe Brady than it was under Mike Pettin. And again, it's like it's. I think the Packers are going to be fine. You know, I think that they'll figure it out and get better as the year goes on. But this is a Kyle Shanahan offense that has absolutely punked them, clowned them, embarrassed them in their matchups since he's been the head coach there, particularly with the outside zone running game. I don't think that's going to change today. I mean, I, I don't I have not I've seen literally zero zero evidence that uh, the Packers are going to be able to stop them on the ground. So yep. uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take the 49ers. Nick Tolley is going to roll with the Green Bay Packers. So we're, we're pretty split on this game, uh, which goes to show you uh, just how how close that matchup probably probably should be. The uh, Toilet Bowl game of the week. We got the Atlanta Falcons and the New York G-Men. Uh, Nick, Nick Yale, uh, what, what do we think about that one? Real quick on that, just on that Packers line, we didn't think we gave out the line. It's 49ers minus three. So yeah, it's field goal on that one. Field goal, field goal at home. Uh, yeah, but we move on to the TB game of the week with the Falcons and the Giants. Giants minus two and a half at home. So this is now under a field goal, indicating a lot of money coming in on Atlanta going on the road. I think Atlanta's a better football team. Now, I don't think I've ever bet a game involving Atlanta on this show correctly. <laughs> Big Web does when I bet that, Atlanta, yeah. they lose. When <laughs> I bet against regularly. Atlanta, they win. So um, I'm in a toilet bowl game, though. I'm just going to take the dog and the points. Um, it's it's going to be an interesting matchup. I don't really believe in Daniel Jones at all. I have Saquon in fantasy, and I think I have uh, maybe Kenny Galladay in DFS. But I think Fantastic. Atlanta probably puts up more points, gets the ball moving <laughs> to Calvin Ridley. So give me the Falcons. Uh, he's picking against his fantasy team. Would you look at that? Uh, TJ, what do you think about this game? Falcons. <laughs> Falcons. TJ has the Falcons, folks. Yeah, TJ is going to pick the Falcons. Big, big web. What, what do you think about this one? We got the we got two picks on the Dirty Birds. So whatever pick you are picking in this Falcons game, I am going to take the opposite. Right. Yeah. Right. Because no, Matt, Ryan, Matt Ryan is involved. You shouldn't wear your shirt to that. that, that that's how me and the Falcons roll, man. Yeah. I'll tell you. So one key stat here is last week when Atlanta played the Bucks, they were within three points of them at the end of the third quarter. Now, when you got into the fourth quarter, there were two pick sixes by the same D lineman or fumble recovery, whatever the hell it was, but there was two touchdowns by defense that, that made that blowout. But I'll tell you what, Atlanta was right with them, and that's what's concerning. Gage is out today. That's also concerns from the other side i'm flipping a coin and i'm going with the giants flip, i'm going beautiful. with the giants beautiful yeah. you guys are gonna that. like that yeah, absolutely yeah hey i i'm gonna take the giants too big web i i know i said i'd go against you but i think the giants are just i think the giants are a better football team than the falcons are i i think the falcons are awful i yeah. and i thought coming into the season that the Falcons would be okay. I was like, oh, you, you know, Arthur Smith, maybe he could revitalize uh, Matt Ryan's career a little bit. They've got some weapons. They got Ridley. They just drafted Kyle Pitts. They got Mike Davis, who I think is one of the more underrated running backs in the NFL. Um, but th- but they're just terrible. They, they, they have not shown me, uh, or I think America, really, what we thought that the even, even a glimpse of what the future could hold. They look like they're headed towards a total blow-up. And uh, I think that the Giants, who are a little bit more desperate, I think, in this game, I think their 0-2 is a little different because I think they they still got to feel like they have a shot in the NFC East, although yeah. the NFC East Division is improved. Wise, absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, they uh, were right there against uh, the Washington football team. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and take take the Giants in, in uh, the Toilet Bowl game of the week. We only have to eat a couple of points, so uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, – 
and, and take New York in that one. I really think Tali is going to take the Falcons. I really think the punishment's going to boil down to that football game. I got a gut yeah. feeling right yeah. there. So, <laughs> yeah, so we're pretty we're pretty split on that one as well. Uh, we now head to the underdog game of the week. And uh, Nick, do you, are you going to take your Jacksonville Jaguars? No, we are not taking the Jacksonville Jaguars today, and I'll tell you why later. I was canvassing the board. I really don't like any dog today. There's no dog that jumped out at me. However, there is one that we have to pick, and I have to go with this week because <laughs> the Red Rifle is out. The truth, the kid, the man of the hour is now the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears. Justin Fields getting seven and a half on the road in Cleveland. Hostile environment. This is this is put the proof in the pudding. You know, you got those Ohio fans that are Ohio State fans now up there in Cleveland. Are you going to root for your team or are you going to root for your uh, college quarterback, Justin Fields, uh, that uh, led you on a big playoff run in college? I, I just think this is going to be a fun game to watch. I think it's really going to come to that D-line against Fields, him scrambling around, Miles Garrett trying to get after him. It's going to be a really fun game. And use since I'm word. getting the hook here still. Use the love word. I dare you. Use it. The love word. Do I'm it. I'm not do using it. the love word. We don't <laughs> do that on this program anymore. Since I'm getting the hook at seven and a half, you know, I was looking at Chargers seven, Saints plus three, football team plus seven. There was no hooks there for the for the dog, but there's a hook here yeah. with Justin Fields. So I'm going to take the, the Bears in this one. TJ. Miami Dolphins, we all knew he was taking that. Miami. Yeah, yeah. Dolphins, TJ, your number, you're getting the hook there as well. Plus three and a half. Plus three and a half for uh, the Miami Dolphins. On the road in Las Vegas. Yep, on the road in, on the road in Las Vegas. That should be a pretty good football good game. Pick. Big Web, who do you got for uh, your underdog? I'll tell you what, it, like, like they're saying, it was a tough week to pick a dog. I'm going all the way to Monday Night Football. Give me Philly plus the three and a half. Wow! Yeah, I mean, people people love Philly. Now lost the hook. It's now plus three. Yeah, plus plus, three's good enough. Plus three, and and, and I think that I think that you lost the hook because people are on Philadelphia. I'm not. I don't have the confidence to pick it as like a a dog or a lock or anything like that. But I can tell you this: I'm taking Dallas in that football game. I think that the that the hype on Philly has gotten a little out of control. I I know that they've started. They've looked okay, but. Uh, I think the 49ers still kind of dominated that football game last week. Hertz so. is from Texas down there. He's playing you know, with his peeps. <laughs> yeah, uh, so th- that'll certainly be a good game to watch. Uh, normally, I hate the NFC Least primetime games, which they force feed down our freaking throat. But I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually looking forward to watching that one. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with TJ on my dog. I'm gonna take uh, the Miami Dolphins plus the three and a half points. Um, I, I I don't know you. I, TJ and I are on a, a somewhat different vibe than uh, you and Nick. Because I actually lo- I loved a lot of the dogs this week. I really did. Uh, wow. I, th- I think that there's there's just I'm t- there's too many teams I didn't feel comfortable giving up the amount of points that I had to. So I ended up picking a lot what of dogs this dogs week. Do you, what other dogs do you love? I, I mean I I, I like the Bengals. They just like those seven and a half. I, li- I like the Bengals. I, I like the Bengals. Yeah, the big big Ben big Ben's a little banged up. Uh, I, I, I do like the like the JT Bears Watt, as well, TJ Nick. Watt? Yeah, TJ TJ Watt banged TJ, up. What did I, I say? You said uh, I don't know, Watts. JT. <laughs> yeah, Watts out. Watts. <laughs> but I, but I like your dog as well, Nick. Like I, I, I like the Bears. I don't yeah. know if I really want to get. Do I want to give up like ten points like with, with the Ravens? Like I don't feel confident in that. You know, uh, the the Lions are terrible. Yes, but it's like it still is the NFL. So yeah, I mean, I, I like the dogs. I guess a little bit more than you guys do this week. But I'm gonna take the take the Miami yeah, Dolphins games all the way down to seven and a half. Yeah, and it's because of, it's it's because of. Uh, People like my ass betting the Lions. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, n- now at seven and a half, I feel a little bit more confident taking the Ravens. Yeah, but yeah, uh, right, so. but it started out at like 10 and a half, 11, something like that. So uh, we'll move on to the locks of the week. And, uh, Nick, who, 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 do you, who do you like for – yeah, your ace of the week. We got uh, we got the aces of the week back on the show. Happy to do that. So, uh, Nick, what's your ace of the week? So ace of the week, shockingly, I know this is going to become a large surprise – as we go into Jacksonville and we're taking the Arizona Cardinals. Well, well Nick, by have... the way, not to interrupt you before you get into your analysis, that's another dog I like. Just, just yeah, so you know. I know. That's why it's scary. That's why it's like the week that I go against Jacksonville is the uh-huh. week they're going to cover. Don't like after it. Tyler's just been slinging the rock all over. But Jacksonville, again, they, I, I was I was given in my analysis because this was my pick when Trent was asking me earlier. He said he needed a pick for me for a parlay. I said the Cardinals. It's the only game I'm comfortable yeah. as even giving an ace to this week yeah. because this is a really tough board. And, and my analysis for this game is, you know, Jacksonville has not shown you 
anything on offense or defense. You know, Trevor Lawrence hasn't shown up yet. Growing pains, yada, 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 whatever. Kyler Murray's slinging the rock like a madman, and their defense is nice. I'm starting their defense today in fantasy. Um, so, again, a little extra rooting interest there. There you and go. You know what? If Jacksonville covers the seven and a half, that's when you tip your cap, you say good job, and you walk away with it. You put it in your pocket, and you don't think about it ever again. Because the Cardinals should win this game by 10 or more, two touchdowns. And if they don't, it's like, eh, I still think Cardinals is the right bet. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't hate it. Like I think that the I think that the Jags are in absolute shambles right now. Like I, w- I will say that I do think that the Jags are in shambles with Urban Meyer. There's rumors about him leaving for USC. He, he got me. blown up for the comment about uh, oh, it's like we're playing Alabama every week. Yeah. yeah, no shit, dude. Like you don't get to play Mercer anymore. Like there's no Mercers on the schedule. You are the Mercer on the schedule. So uh, <laughs> you are the Mercer. <laughs> but but I yeah I don't I don't I don't hate that pick Nick at all. I just. Eh. It's, it's a lot of points. Jacksonville Heat, September. Cardinals have been known to like lose these games outright, so I don't know. But uh, I'll that. but yeah. <laughs> well, well, TJ, what do you think about your lock? Oh boy. Doubling down on the Tennessee Titans Tennessee once Titans. again. Tennessee Titans in, in, in line check on that, Nick. What was it your like four and a half? TJ, you're getting uh, four and a half at home in Nashville for the four Titans and, and Derrick Henry. Yeah, four and a half. What? And it's it's a weird it's a weird line too. So it's a I'm, weird line. Yeah, that's, that, yeah. That, that's, I mean, that's cre- a strong line. Credit Those credit to you. Nice. Yeah, credit to you for uh for get, going down on the on the on the weird line, double doubling down on the weird line. So uh, big web, what's your lock? I tell you what, I'm going with Nick with Arizona at Jacksonville. Give me Arizona. Last week, Kyler Murray fucked wow. me. He, he should have covered that game easy, and he wow. did not. But today it's different. Today's yeah. more like Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence last week was 14 of 33 with two picks. He's used to these college world, college wide receivers being wide open mm-hmm. and yep. just finding them. And they're just in the NFL. He he's not used to these D backs being right on these guys in these tight windows yet. I think he'll get there. He's just not there yet. So yeah. I like Arizona a lot today. I I was real close with New England because I like them too. But other than that, I thought it was a tough week. But yeah, give me Arizona here. Yeah, yeah. No, I see again. Like that's that's one that like I'm gonna be taking the uh, the opposite side on that one. Like I like I just I just like the dogs. I just can't give up the points. Uh, but um, I, I don't hate it. I mean, again, Jags are terrible. So uh, my lock of the week though is going to be I just brain farted it. The Seattle Seahawks against the uh, Minnesota Vikings. And I'm Nick, I think that. that one's around like two two and a half points. Is that right? Yep. You're getting uh, you're giving two and a half on the road. Yeah, given two, given two and a half on the road. I like that under a field goal. I think that uh, Minnesota is a better team than I think that they've looked like the first two weeks. But I also think that Seattle's really, really, really good. No Dalvin Cook today, which I think changes the dynamic of the offense sure. for as talented of a player as Alexander Madison is. I just don't think he offers them the the three-down ability like in the passing game that Dalvin Cook does. And uh, I think that the Seattle... That Seattle team likes to play inside. They like to play on turf. I think that 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 home field advantage for Minnesota is a little lessened, being that it's you know a noon game on uh, on the on the turf. There, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett are going to be flying around. I expect Russell Wilson to have a good day against that defense. I think that ultimately, what it comes down to for me is the the Vikings' weaknesses are matched up against Seattle's strengths. The Vikings' secondary is awful. And uh, the the strength of Seattle has been their passing game and and uh, and their their combination between uh, Russell Wilson and and the, and the two wideouts out yeah. there. So mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, that is going to do it for our picks this week. Tolly Tolly is dogging the Bears at yep. seven and a half with me, and he is uh, acing the Las Vegas Raiders at home minus three and a half. So a nice little fun matchup between TJ's dog. And Tolly's lock this week. Last week, TJ smoked me with his ace and uh, my dog of the New York Jets, which I'll never do again. I gave Zach Wilson <laughs> one shot, but yeah, I also agree with these. Like, I, I like that pick a lot. I think, I think, I think. I mean, this might be a hot take. Seattle, give it. Los Angeles, NFC Championship game. Seattle, no yeah, Tom I, Brady. I, I don't hate that. I mean that that division that division is so strong. So but yeah, I mean, so you get you gave a hot hot take on a game, Nick. Here here's my hot take. I think that I don't know if the Jags will have enough to win the game outright. 
I think that they, they will have a shot to win late, though. Like, that's, I feel pretty confident in the Jags this week for whatever reason. So if they get blown out by 30, then whatever, I'm an idiot. But my, but my other take, too, I think the Bengals can win that game outright today. Yeah, see, in, see, that's what Pittsburgh. a lot of people are saying. The thing, Bengals, I don't, I mean, yes, TJ Watt is out, but he's still got Minka Patrick. I mean, mm. It, it it has more to do with like hey, the, the offense. They played last week on defense, though. Yeah, yeah they, no, no, the, the defense. Literally? The defense is exceptional, and we saw how no, how they, they good tore the, it up in week one. And last it. week they they didn't on defense. Right, 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 right. What if Big Ben goes down for injury? You add Cam Newton to that offense. Woo! That would be so much fun. Woo! Yeah, I don't know if I don't know if they I don't know if they like they do it. I'd be happy to see. I no, mean, he's I'm definitely better like, than like, uh, if the Steelers Haskins. are literally a quarterback away from. They're sure. literally the Indianapolis Colts of last year. Like, get totally rid of agree. Ben and freaking add a, a young kid in there, a quarterback, yeah. and, and run the freaking table. Well, and, that, and that's, uh, I mean, honestly, like, Nick, like, that's why I'm taking it. That's why I like the Bengals, like, almost outright in this game is because yeah. I just, I like, Joe Burrow and that, that offense there, I just feel I like he's going to score more points than uh than Big Ben and the Steelers, and he's already he's already banged up. He's already banged up, Big Web. You I ought to be able to, get some, have to pick that game. You yeah. ought to be able to get some sweet money line there on mm-hmm. Cincinnati, I would guess. Yeah. Coin, flip, coin flip game, who do you guys have in New England, uh, New Orleans? New England all day long. Yeah, New England yeah. New England for me, too. Uh, Bill, Bill shatters rookie quarterbacks, and he shatters turnover Turnover prone quarterbacks. Jameis is one of those. So, yeah. Cool. Jameis had trouble last week against Carolina, a good defense. And now he's going up against New England, a good defense. And they were actually shut out last week. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that the that the Saints' performance week one was a little bit more about the Packers than it was the Saints. I need a big day from Alvin Kamara. <laughs> yeah. Good well, uh, good luck to you. Yeah. Good, good, good luck to you. Uh, big Web's best play of the week. Big Web, how are we doing through two weeks, my guy? So we gave some back last week. We were up 78 week one. We lost 200 last week. So we're down 122, but that doesn't mean shit. Here we go. I got a nice conservative play, what I consider conservative play here on a two-way parlay. For 100 bucks. we got the Cardinals, bought it down to six and a half. And we got the Patriots, and they were already minus two and a half. Put those together, 100 gives you 313. And then I got one other teaser, six-point teaser, Arizona Cardinals minus one and a half. Buffalo Bills minus one. Yeah, I like that. Kansas City Chiefs minus a half. That's Just great. Got to win the ball yeah. game. New England Patriots plus three. Yeah. No, see, I love that. I think teasers is the way to go this week. 100 gives you 360 on wow. that one. So, uh, liking those two picks today, folks. And for as much as, like, I, I said that I was kind of on the Jag wagon today as underdogs, you get it down to, like, one, one and a half. Yeah. Like, that's that's got to be different thing. That's, that's, that's yeah, a completely different play. This is definitely a teaser week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like agree. these these lines are so hard. Like fuck, dude. When they're all hanging around seven and a half and three and a half, you're right. Teaser. And I, th- I think we're going to see a lot of that this week. You know, very very hard lines because again, this is going to be the largest gambling season ever in the history of the NFL, and and that just means you know more people betting more money means sharps are going to be betting more money. These lines yeah. are going to be just rough to bet. Yeah, well, and, and Nick, too, like, I got a question for you. Like, you're more in the gambling space. Like, w- you have more people betting this year than ever before. So, to me, that thinks that, that to me, says, like, there's going to be more, like, square money, like, newbie, like, picks in yep. in there, which I think is going to affect the lines, no? Or are they just betting such small amounts as opposed to the Sharks where it's not really going to matter? No, I mean, yeah, you're, you're certainly seeing that. And I think two great examples are the Cincinnati game and the Philadelphia game on, on Monday night. I, I mean... I just don't see it, and, and everyone's betting on Cincinnati. Everyone's betting on Philadelphia yeah. um, off of recency bias. And it's mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, you know, and again, I, I mean, I won't repeat what I said before with the Steelers, but, like, the Steelers are still the fucking Steelers. Like, come on. Like, yeah. the yeah, Cowboys this, are still yeah. the fucking Cowboys with, with Dak Prescott. Like, yeah. come on. Like, you really think the Eagles are going to compete with the Cowboys yes. after they just lost to – or no, did they, they – they no, they lost that game to San Francisco. And then, like, yeah, Tampa – Dallas gave Tampa Bay a run for their money in the first game of the season on Thursday night. The Super Bowl sure. champions. You think you think the Eagles are what Tampa Bay is for Dallas? Shit, like forget yeah. about that. Yeah, no, I tend to agree with you, but I, and like, although we're on different sides of the Steelers Bengals game, like I do, I, I've used that argument before on this show. Like, winners win, losers lose. You know, like winning organization over the losing organization. I feel like sometimes you overthink it. Like, oh, are we getting the hook? Are we not? I think sometimes yeah. the sharps get a little. Little blowhardy, but like uh, I don't, I don't, I don't like, I, I don't hate that uh, that simplification there. Like, it, yeah, it's the Steelers and the Bengals. Like, the you pick the Steelers, you're going to win more times than not. Too too much, just because like 
the sharps are always going to account for whatever the public is doing because, you know, Vegas sure. wants essentially even money on both sides. So they, mm-hmm. you know, come out a little bit ahead. They don't want, you know, to, I mean, sometimes they get a massive win when the public's super heavy on one side with the sharps mm-hmm. and then Vegas, you know, loses out. But generally speaking, they want even money on both sides. I mean, those lines, uh, injuries, I think you always got to look at like how significant is an injury really? Like how much is, you know, Josh Jacobs really worth, a point no is Tua really worth a point and a half no you know you got to look at those right. different yeah. situations and just knowing that as an nfl people that study the nfl sharps might just bet, be betting the number they're not really going to be betting teams where the yeah. public is going to be betting teams and not the number so if you can be like you know kind of like us where you're somewhere in between where you're looking at a number and you're like oh that's too much or if you're like no this is just simply a better football team that's where you really can find your edge those are yeah. the guys that are going to win the yeah. guys that know the games, the schemes, right. the system, the coaches, the players, everything, all mm-hmm. the information to make the best assumption. Generally speaking, I mean, you're still going to get fucked on certain games <laughs> yeah. where you should win right. and you get a backdoor cover or you just get randomly, you get blatantly lucky that something happened. Like, that's always going to happen. But, like, generally speaking, over the course, you're going to finish. If you know what you're talking about and what you're doing, you're going to finish in that high 50 percentage range. Yeah. But trust me, these these books love it when something goes, somebody shits to bed. Oh, like, hell like yeah. the Packers in money. week one. Mm-hmm. And, and Pittsburgh, you got you can say whatever the hell you want about Pittsburgh. They shit to fucking bed in week and two. And then people for sure. overcompensate. That's really where they make their money. They go yeah. off recency bias, they course correct and they overcorrect, and then yeah. they lose twice instead of basically just saying, Hey, Pittsburgh had a shitty week one last week. week. You bet them again this week, and then you get your win. Yep. yep. Yeah, well, that's going to do it for our show. Uh, for, for TJ, who I think had to check out there, he, we weren't able to hear him there towards the end. For Nick out in Newport, for Big Web, I'm Zach Sook. Enjoy week three, guys, and we'll see you next week.